0: Finding Japan. Quickie, quickie, ooh-wee. Once again, here we go. Still doing it. Today's episode is about two books. Because I think they're related to each other in broad themes. And they're both interesting. And those books are Bedtime Eyes by Yamada Amy And Almost Transparent Blue by Murakami Ryu so these two books one written in 85, Bedtime Eyes and the other written in 1976 uh, both involve a lot of uh, black sexuality in Japan I'll start by talking about I'll start with Almost Transparent Blue, I was going to go with Bedtime Eyes but nope, you know what, I am going to go with Bedtime Eyes because of how I've stumbled upon wanting to talk about these two books together bedtime's eyes bedtime's eyes, bedtime eyes is uh yamada amy's book uh that i book a novella that i first read i want to say like a good 20 years ago it was actually recommended i've had this book recommended to me or mentioned to me through conversation through at least two girlfriends me and probably a couple other women too uh I think it's because it's a very it's controversial it's very sexual it it's also very interracial basic premise is a Japanese woman who's like a lounge singer uh has this goes I guess at a party and she just she's with another man but she sees Spoon the black guy who's the main you know the antagonist or not the antagonist she's the protagonist I guess he's yeah he's kind of the antagonist her romantic partner and they just kind of lock eyes and then make that you know secret signal to i'm gonna go to the bathroom so why don't you go to the bathroom and then we'll meet up somewhere in the hallway and then we'll go to a janitorial closet and we'll just really get it on so that's the basic like beginning of the book but the basic thing is about their relationship and he's in the u.s i think it's the navy but basically he's absent without leave that's not the term they use but he's <laughs> has not been reporting for duty and they also have the best sex ever and there's a lot of talk about his sexuality as a black guy but he's also like a drug addict and abusive and she's also like kind of addicted to sex and probably kind of self-destructive and that's basically the premise right it's just these two people who have you know they, they have a strong connection the sex the sexuality but at the same time like and in that way, they're good for each other. But in other ways, they're just like, you know, they're just basically destroying each other. Well, Spoon is just self-destructive in the sense. You know, he just drinks and does cocaine and throws shit and sometimes beats her up. And she's destructive in the sense that she does some of the cocaine with him and some of the drinking. But also, you know, getting, putting herself in harm's way with this guy. At the same time, she can't let it go. At the same time, I think he, in his own abusive, horrible way, he does love her uh you know read it for yourself i know people have different takes on that I'm, i don't want to get into it like a any kind of feminism argument or my thinking behind this book is that it's probably semi at least autobiographical um amanda amy was married to a i think a black american former military person in her in, earlier in her life i wikipedia'd and or just kind of looked, checked up on what she's, what her life is right, right now. And she, she's apparently married to a Japanese dude. I'm assuming she's happy. Whatever, you know, but she's a you know, she's a pretty cool writer. She did another cool book, too, that was not involving any kind of, like, interracial thing, but uh, I forgot. It was called Sugar and Spice, I think. And it was it was made into a movie with uh, good old Sawajiri Erika and then the guy, Yagura Yuya, the guy who won uh, when he was... Uh, in the movie Nobody Knows, he won a, he won like the best acting prize at Cannes when he was like, still like a kid, like early teens or even like, yeah anyway, really young, and he won a prize, and there's that movie sorry, I'm going all over the place um and that short story, and that's good, that's a little more innocent, a little more like, less like, raging sexuality um and definitely not interracial It's cool. It's got its own vibes. Um, But anyway, that's Bedtime Eyes. So the book I kind of wanted to compare it with, though, is Almost Transparent Blue. And this is Kagirinaku Tomei-ni Chikai Blue by Murakami Ryu. Murakami Ryu is perhaps novel-wise most famously known for Coin Locker Babies, which I never read. I just think it's really long and haven't read it. I've read some of his other stuff, which I enjoy, 69, which is a lot of fun. And also, uh, like this, uh, semi-autobiographical, because it's set in Sasebo, which is a city in Kyushu, which uh, is home to a U.S. naval base. I used to live on that base for five years. Uh, My dad was stationed there, so we lived there for a long time. And uh, Murakami Ryu is from Nagasaki Prefecture. He's from that town. And he, 69 is kind of his teenage, coming of age years. And that's a fun book. And then this book, An Almost Transparent Blue, is basically when he went to art school. Uh, I'm not sure if it was for art per se or like write, if they had a writing course or whatever he was there for. But he was there and probably in his late teens to early 20s. And it was very drug fueled and sex fueled and lots of like military black dudes and Japanese women and him and everybody having orgies and boning and lots of drugs and lots of music festivals and all that kind of stuff music festivals what's I think there's some scene with some music stuff in there uh yeah so it's also a romp it well, came out in 1976 as I mentioned and it won the Akutagawa prize this is a very famous prize this is a prize given to the best uh new uh novelist I think there's a length I think there is a um a length um rule it's not short stories but I think I think it's novellas to kind of shortish novels and it has to you have to be a first-time writer uh, f- other famous Japanese writers have won have, you know won this and gone on to be you know really famous writers uh Miyamoto Teru I think he's a good writer um he won it there's other guys too I just can't come up with other guys and gals I should say uh I can't come up with other people but there's some others Uh, yeah anyway the point is it's crazy (laughs) it's yeah it's a Japanese town outside of Tokyo near an American Air Force Base probably Yokota Uh, drugs, sex, and rock and roll according to Wikipedia Uh, hallucination, overdose, suicide group sex, violence it's um, yeah it's it's pretty plotless, but crazy, and the main character's name is Du, and he's 19 years old, and so obviously probably, <laughs> um, yeah, autobiographical. It's pretty cool, uh, you know. It's yeah, it's punchy. It's it's a it's a good book. It's a, if you like that kind of stuff. It's but so this is the two book set, and the reason I want to talk about this stuff is because, in some ways, these books are kind of autobiographical or they're not autobiographical to me they're biographical to me in a sense if that makes any sense because they involve the u.s military uh uh black uh sexuality uh mixed with japanese sexuality uh in case you don't know my mother's japanese my dad is african-american uh not that i don't think that they went they had drug-filled sex romps but i don't know and i do not want to know and i'm cool without knowing uh, what my parents did before i was born uh it's all good uh but you know there is like interracial relationships and that kind of like exploration of yourself and identity and you know mixed with things that are a little bit sketchy and dangerous and you know hey I'm in my 40s now, but I had my time when I was in my 20s. And while I did not go to sex drug filled orgies, I had my fair share of running around, you know, bars and, you know, my encounters and my share of fun. Not as crazy as these people, but nonetheless, what they write about and their way they portray it and the way they fictionalize it and the way they kind of make it into literature is very interesting. So if you're into it, if you can stomach. Uh, quite the uh, kind of you know issues of sexuality racism interracial marriage or inter- interracial relationships um, but you want to kind of experience that in the japanese context i recommend uh, both of these books bedtime eyes and and almost um, i always call it an almost but it's not animals it's just almost transparent blue